You're not alone. You're not alone. As a Christian, the Bible says that he walks in us. Yes. He'll be with us. Yes. He's our God. Yes. And we are not alone. He said he will send a helper to guide us, to lead us, to show us things to come. We are not alone. Hello, welcome to Treasures and Truth with Tokwe. I'm your host, uh, Dr. Tokwe Kiku. Everyone wants to feel happy and alive, but it's easy to lose hope and feel defeated in this chaotic world that's so full of problems. Well, this podcast is all about helping you discover the hidden treasures in your trials so you can renew your confidence and live in freedom. You'll hear inspiring stories from special guests as they share treasures and tips discovered in their trials. So if you're going through a difficult season and need encouragement, you'll find support here to know that you are not alone on this journey called life. So before we begin, I'd like to ask you a favor. If this podcast inspires you or encourages you, please subscribe, leave a rating and a review to help spread the word. Um, so now on to today's show, we have a special guest. Uh, she's a lawyer. She's currently the acting legal uh, secretary of the Association of Business Development Professionals in Nigeria and a member of the Nigerian Bar Association. Uh, she's an entrepreneur and a business development coach. She is the coordinator of the Rays of Light Empowerment Initiative, where she teaches entrepreneurs how to start, grow, and market their businesses. Uh, she has successfully managed many businesses since 1998. Uh, she's also the author of several books, including Start, Grow, Market, and Fund Your Business. And she currently resides in Abuja, Nigeria. Uh, please join me in welcoming Mrs. Tone, uh, Ms. Stone Omishore Davidson to the show. Hello, Tom. Welcome to the show. It's a pleasure to have you with us on Treasures and Truth podcast. Oh, hello, Tope. It is definitely great to be here. Thanks for having me on. You are welcome. You're very welcome. Um, just for our listeners who don't know this, so Tone and I go way back uh, to high school days. I think it's been some 44 years since yes. we last saw each other uh, after high school. Wow. How time yes. flies. Um, Indeed. Yeah. It has been 44 years. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, um, to get us started, Tone, tell us a little bit about yourself or something that you'd like our listeners to know about you. Wow. I think you've kind of summed up <laughs> everything I'd like the listeners to know about me. Um, what else can I? Well, most importantly, I am a child of God. His witness mm -hmm. and his voice on the earth. We are all witnesses and we are all voices. Mm -hmm. So that's, well, to be quite honest with you, that's how my family and people that really, really know me describe me. This is a Jesus person. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, really, that's really interesting. Yes, uh, we are about Jesus and his love. 
Um, so I'm, I'm glad to know that we share that in common, uh, that we are children of, of God. Uh, well, so I would like to ask you, I know that you're a business coach. So how did you become an entrepreneur and a business coach? Thank you for asking that topic. Well, how can I start and where do I start? I'll tell you how. When I say this is a Jesus person, I really, really mean it. Even answering that question alone, there's no way I can separate how I became that from the love of Christ. At that time, the I first became an entrepreneur around December of 1998. Mm -hmm. And at that time, I was in Bloomington in Minnesota mm -hmm. in the U.S. And um, <laughs> different things had happened. Mm -hmm. And to make money at that time, for me, I had to become self-employed. So I was at home. I was just waiting on the Lord. I was, um, you know, I was going into Bible history and there was so much of that videos. In 1998, you could get videos from the Hennepin County Library in Bloomington. Anyway, so I'd be watching the videos, you know, just praying, reading the Bible. But the Lord knew I needed, I needed to work. And at that time, I could not get employment. I needed to be self-employed. So as I'm doing all of that, I took two weeks out to do that. As I'm doing all of that, I still had, um, what's it called? The newspaper. At that time, they used to publish jobs in the newspaper. So anyway, I'm flipping through the newspaper as well. And there was this ad in the newspaper that suddenly become like four times the actual ad. For just one moment, the ad became big. So I looked at it. And I, you know, because, because that happened, I really paid attention to that ad. And the ad said something about um, card services. There were training. There was a training going on in Wisconsin, which was about three hours drive from where I was. And, um, yeah, they were going to be training us to, anyway, so I went for the training. And after that, I kind of became their independent contractor for about three months. Within three months, I realized, wait a minute, I don't have to be their the independent contractor. I can set up my own business all by myself. And, you know, and that's exactly what I did. So I set up my business and God was helping. And at first, you know, sometimes you kind of take for granted God's help. Mm -hmm. You think that's normal. <clears throat> but there was a time a relative of mine came to stay with me and she was interested in what I was doing and she tried to do it, but it never did work for her. So I thought, but it's so easy just to do, you know, it's the grace. Yeah. The, the grace, grace when mm -hmm. it's needed. Mm -hmm. I needed it. He provided the grace. I was able to live on that from that 1998 December until almost 10 years. Because when I moved to Tulsa, Oklahoma to go to Rema Bible Training Center, mm -hmm. 
it was the residual income from that card services mm-hmm. that I was um, that I was living on while I was in a two-year Bible school in Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. So that lasted for. So regardless, what I'm just trying to say mm-hmm. that in every situation of our life, mm-hmm. make Christ the cornerstone. He wants to be the center of every aspect of your life. And whichever way he will provide. Is it a a good husband? He will provide. Is it healing? Oh gosh, I could talk about that forever, forever. I can't believe that I'm able to be here today because yesterday around this time, I'm like almost wiped out. Then I went for hallelujah challenge and the man was praying and i slept off i woke up healed so i'm just saying in every area of your life Mm -hmm. he wants to be front and center so don't discard him in one area because anyway so please go on i think i've answered your question (laughs) so so to summarize it what you just said is you uh you kind of happened on this by chance because it was a time when you were looking for a job and you couldn't find employment and so you kind of you know you were kind of uh in a difficult place but then you saw this ad in the paper and it kind of just jumped right out at you and you followed up on that and so then that uh led to getting this training from this company and then you realized oh wait a minute I don't have to depend on them. I could do this by myself. And that then opened the door for you to, to do your own business. And I love yes. the way you uh, you tied into your faith and how you've seen God move in that, that not only did he provide, even when you left that uh, later on to go to Bible college, God was there for you. And yes, he saw you was. through that. Wow. Yes. Wow. Oh, there's something else I want to say, please, if yes. you would allow me. Still talking about jobs, mm-hmm. being self-employed. <laughs> so I got back to Nigeria in mm-hmm. 2008. Oh, my God. You know, I, I, I don't know how to look for a job in Nigeria. Mm-hmm. So all I've done since 1998 was basically self-employed, you know, independent contractor self-employment in the U.S. So coming back to Nigeria, I had so many thoughts flying through my head. Should I go into transport business? Should I go into this? Should I go into that? Should I? But in Tulsa, what had happened in, in Tulsa? I, you know, the, the market for um, credit card processing was not the same in Tulsa like it was in um, in in Minneapolis. So in Tulsa, after I finished from um, Bible school, I now, I I was thinking what to do. I now became a property, property um, mortgage consultant, mortgage Mm -hmm. consultant. So I kind of helped so many different people In my church, I remember Bible training center, all my sets. I'm like, why are you still renting? You must own your home. So they knew me. They're like, she's too pushy. Anyway, when you're in sales, you have to be a little (laughs) bit pushy. So I got into that and I became very, very interested in that. And then I really enjoyed, I knew how to get 
mortgages. Mm-hmm. So I myself, I'm just looking for nice bargains and all of that. Anyway, I came back to Nigeria in 2008. Now, when I came back to Nigeria, still thinking, okay, what business, what business? I'm a business person. I must do business. What business for business? Lo and behold, <laughs> because I knew very, very well how to find a great deal, mm-hmm. you know, for the U.S. property market. I knew how to go on, um, you know, I'm hot from last to the last penny, what would be acceptable if there's no higher bid. So I was still always in my mind going online, searching for good deals and thinking, oh, Nigerians, they're used to paying um, rent. Like they used to pay rent, a whole year's rent, two years rent upfront. Up yeah. So I'm thinking, well, at that time, 2008, there was this property meltdown in, in the US. So Many people could pick up properties free and clear for Mm $25,000, $30,000, $32,000. So many of my clients were buying multiple. Okay, but I could not determine if that business would work in Nigeria. But nonetheless, I'm doing my searching, searching, searching online. So one day, what I'm saying is there's no aspect of my life that you can disconnect the Lord. In every successful business I've done, he's been right at the front and center. So one night, as usual, middle of the night, I'm just Googling away, where's a good deal, where's a good deal? And I'm looking in um, Kansas City, Missouri, and I see a property, two bedroom, one bathroom. The structure was okay, no structural damage or anything. And I calculated Based on what they were asking, I knew if there's no higher bid than that, that they would accept $2,670. But I, of course, I had that. But I'm like, I still wasn't that interested in that, except for one thing. I heard the word congratulations. I was alone in my in my room, but I heard the word congratulations. So I thought, okay, congratulations. I thought, okay, maybe it's the Lord. Let me go ahead, submit an offer. So I I contacted the real estate person over there. I said, oh yeah, please submit an offer. And he submitted the offer. He came back to me about two days later. He said, nope, they declined the offer. I'm like, well, Lord, I thought it's you. And I submitted a perfectly acceptable. And the offer I submitted was 2,670. And I know if there's no higher bid, the they ought to accept that. So I said, well, Lord, I tried. And that's then I deleted that from my mind. About a week later, the man now emailed me again and said, Tom, remember that property you bid on about a week ago? I said, yes. He said, they've reconsidered and they're offering it to you. So what I am saying is that just that word, mm-hmm. congratulations, launched me mm-hmm. into a 10-year career in Nigeria. At that time, I don't know anybody else that was a property consultant and helping to facilitate um, great deals for Nigerians mm-hmm. to own U.S. properties. At that time, I knew me. So anyway, I did that and I thoroughly enjoyed doing that. I did that for about 10 years oh, until wow. 
So you yeah, were on- then in Nigeria. So you relocated to Nigeria now from the U.S. And you yes. were in from Nigeria helping people to buy properties in the U.S. Wow. Correct. Wow. Yes. And the Lord, again, the Lord guided you through that. Yes. Wow, that's, that's pretty interesting. Yes. That's so I just want to encourage everybody in everything you do, the Lord wants to be front and center. Just yeah. put it out to him. He will guide you. He will yeah. lead you. Yeah. Wow. And it's, you know, and the provision he provides, it's never forever. It's almost like at least 10 years was that. Mm-hmm. That was 10 years. And then I became, what's it called? An enterprise development mm-hmm. um, institute, mm-hmm. you know, during COVID, just before COVID, during COVID, after COVID. So each step of the way, he has been there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I, I like what you said. So it's it's always a season. We maybe many times we think, oh, this is going to be the way it is forever. No, it's always a season. Uh, he has us in this season for now. And then when it's time that season is up, he'll shift us into another season. And I think that the, where many people struggle, where many of us struggle is in those transitions. Uh, like you said, you are listening for his voice. You are um, looking to him for guidance, uh, even when you were not sure what the next steps were. And I think that's the key is when we find ourselves in this transition periods, to not get discouraged, but to lean into the Lord and to ask for his guidance, to ask for help. Wow. Yes, exactly. You've nailed it on the head. Yeah. So let me ask you this then. What was for you, what was challenging during that season? Um, or what treasures did you discover in those transitions? Were there any <sighs> challenges? Um yeah, yes, Tope. There are always challenges. And a lot of times the challenging is listening closely, mm-hmm. walking closely, mm-hmm. hearing closely, mm-hmm. and taking action. Mm-hmm. And the minute you know you take action, he backs us up. Yeah. Just this week, the last week and this week, I took definite actions that could open global doors. Even though the ministry in Nigeria that was responsible for doing the needful, they had blocked the way every, but the Lord showed up. And they were asking me, they were asking me, was it last Tuesday? Yes, last Valentine's Day. They were asking me, who do you know in this ministry? I said, I don't know anybody but the Lord. Different people in that ministry who you must know somebody. You're a very special person. Who do you know? Just the Lord. And he opens the door. He is the door opener. He's the one that said he is the way, the truth. He opens and no man can shut. He shuts and no man can open. He has said before us an open door and none shall shut it. And that's the simple truth. It seems like I'm quoting scripture, but I'm quoting the truth. I'm quoting treasures. I'm quoting the truth. Yeah. Just take him at his word and he'll do it. That's, yeah. Um, we When we go through the, the challenging seasons, um, it's the Lord is the word. He's his word and leaning in that helps us to to go through those seasons, to weather them well. 
And yes. again, like you said, people will question, you know, why, why this or why that? But if you lean in, uh, the Lord's yeah. always there to guide us. He didn't say yes. we won't have troubles. He yes. said we will have troubles, but yes. we can look to him because he will walk with us through those troubles. Um, yes. uh, we will come out on the other side and not yes. even smell smoke. So true, I'm just so adding true, that. So true. You are so right. So right. You're so right. Yeah. So moving us along, uh, what's one area as a businesswoman? I'm sure that you've mentored and a business coach. You've mentored many women, many uh, business owners. Um, but our audience is primarily women. And so what's one area where you see uh, women business owners struggling? Well, one of the key areas, well, there are two key areas I see women business owners struggling. The first one is access to finance. And then the second one, it relates particularly to women in Africa in that um, they are a little bit behind. I, I don't like to use that word, but they seem to be a little bit behind in online marketing, social media marketing, but we can't be behind in things like that because anytime anybody wants to buy anything, one of the first places they go, they go to social media. And if you're not active, very, very active on social media, you can, you can, well, you might not be giving your business the ultimate exposure. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So in that, women business owners struggle a bit. And also in the struggle to get the needed finance mm -hmm. in Africa, mm -hmm. they also struggle a bit. Because number one, if they were to go to the commercial banks, the commercial banks, after a lot of paperwork, after a lot of hoops, they must jump. They now, even if it's approved, they now approve it at 22% interest rate, 25%. So how much profit could they possibly be making? And then... When the government tries to intervene mm -hmm. and say, fine, we, well, I'm talking about Nigeria, mm -hmm. you know. So when the government tries to intervene and says, fine, we will help. We will help business owners and give them single digit interest rates. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The government might do that for like a year, a year and a half, but don't bank on them doing it for the long <laughs> term. And especially when there is a change in government. Oh, my, my, my. Anyway, um, enough said about that. So wow. those are some of the ways in which women business owners struggle. Because you really, you know, you're talking about transition. Yeah. The whole country right now is in a transition mode. You can just imagine, you know, I don't know, maybe women are not as cut out as men. I don't know if they are. Seriously, talk about it. we want to be, but are we really? I'll tell you why. Okay, just today, myself and my pastor, Mrs., we were at um, the government agency in, in Abuja called Ages mm -hmm. to ask 
for the allocation of land that we ha- I had applied for mine more than 12 years ago. I'd paid, I'd done everything. My pastor missus had applied for her, hers and the churches many years ago as well. And I'm looking. You know, in that whole government entity, at least in the main office where I'm, you know, 90% of the people there were men. 90%. Apart from me and my pastor misses, I don't think I saw more than two women enter the place. Mm-hmm. So what I'm just saying is that I think the struggle is a bit much. Can, well, women might deem the struggle to be a bit much. To be too much. <clears throat> so they can be discouraged uh, when they look at all the hurdles that, that are placed in, on, in front of them. So you talked about, I think the thing, the key things that you talked about, which is the access to finances um, and then online marketing, not, not a, a quick uptake to that. And then just the, okay, they go to get a loan, they put the high interest and, and sometimes they get at a lower interest to begin with, but then they, ha- they jack that up a year later and they just make it impossible. And those are some barriers. So those are some things that can discourage uh, women from women business owners from really moving forward. But then how do we give them hope? So what are some strategies or some ways that you can, you know, you can encourage them to encourage our women, our business women to, to not, to have hope. Yeah. The way to encourage them in such a circumstance is they've got to take action. But before taking action, they, they need to put it to the Lord in prayer and then take action because it is as we take action that the door opens. But that action path just cannot be relegated to the, it is faith and works. This natural plus the supernatural combining together to make an explosive force for God. So for me, the way I would attack it is, you know, hear the Lord, pray, fast if necessary and then go forward take action go forward that's how i would attack it so so if i hear you what you're saying is faith plus action uh is the way forward uh yes. that's where we we have hope so it's the our faith and then god comes and put it puts his super on our faith and we see supernatural action we see supernatural uh, results. Um, so we, uh, as Christian women and Christian business uh, owners, uh, we're to partner with the Lord, knowing that this business belongs to him and we are in partnership yeah. with him and we take action, whatever we need to do, go forward. And I, I would also may, I would also maybe add that sometimes the, um, the opportunities, we may feel that there are so many obstacles but we can always reach out for help. Um, I think we try to go alone, but really it's most times it's team effort. Like you you said today, you and your pastor, Mrs. went. Uh, Imagine, I imagine if you went alone or she went alone, probably they said one thing and said, oh, uh, it's all right and give up. But now the two of you are there and you can encourage one another. Oh, let's hang in there. Let's stand, let's wait. Um, maybe there's a question that you're not thinking of and she's thinking about or vice versa, and you can be that support. So 
Uh, again, what I'm hearing is don't go alone. Um, find other, find a community to, 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 um, to belong to um, and to yeah. get support in that community. True. You're yeah. very, very correct. Yeah. And even as you go, God sends helpers. Even if you don't have anyone to go with, as you go, God opens doors and he sends helpers. Today, we met someone that is now a critical kid to help us, you know, in guiding us along. We don't know the way to do it. This guy knows the way and he has agreed to do his utmost to help us. So just like you said, you know, you take one step forward. If you have someone to go with, go with them. But even if you don't, he has his people in there that he can quicken their hearts mm -hmm. to favor you, to help you, to push you forward. You're not alone. You're not alone. As a Christian, the Bible says that he walks in us. Yes. He'll be with us. Yes. He's our God yes. and we're not alone. He said he will send a helper to guide us, to lead us, to show us things to come. We are not alone. Yes. Totally, totally in agreement with you. We're never alone. Um, uh, God is the God of order, is the God of destiny. Help us. He sends, when we take that step of faith, Yes. then he begins to, it's, it's like the, it's the step of faith that, allows that door to open. There's a crack in the door. And then we take that step of faith and that door opens widely. And he positions people along that path to help us. Wow. Exactly. He has his people along the path. Yes. But we just have to step up and go forward. Yes. So uh, if you're a business person, you're an entrepreneur, you're a business uh, woman in business, a Christian woman in business, and you're wondering, you know, what's the way forward? Um, I think uh, Ms. Stone just shared with us uh, that one, be anchored in the Lord, take that step of faith. It's faith and action, uh, not just faith alone, not just prayer alone, but pray. And then as you hear the word of the Lord, step forward in faith, take that action and doors will be open. Wow. Tone, thank you so much uh, for sharing with us. Uh, if there's anything else you'd like to add, this is your this is your chance. Yes, just to buttress what you said about faith and action working together. I remember one time we had one of these uh, business empowerment workshops, and we have it. We mentor some, and then we go have another one. That's how we were having it in different states in Nigeria. Anyway, we had one in Abuja. From there, I went to the ND. National Directorate of Employment, we partner with them and some other entities that can help support our business owners. So I went to them to invite the NDE for another um, empowerment workshop we're going to have. And lo and behold, in the office of one of the executives, I found two women, but I did not know them. They said they knew me. And they were talking with the executives about a, what was it called? A grant mm -hmm. in millions in our mm -hmm. currency. And I'm like, what? The Lord really just showed me. Because I, I, it's not as if I see action. They don't usually come back and say, oh, anyway, the Lord just showed me how what we're doing is impact. There were two women. 
The other one too says she's working on something, but one definitely said that she's at the closing stages of a grant Mm-hmm. of multi-million naira of our currency. So it really, really helped me. And it's a buttress to what you're saying. It is faith and action, working together to make an explosive force for God. Yes. Yeah, faith and action, working together to make an explosive force. Wow, wow, wow. Don't thank you so much. Uh, for sharing your journey and for sh- for encouraging our listeners um, to um, to know that no matter what they may be facing in their businesses, there is hope. Partner yes. with the Lord, take action. Have yes. faith, but take action. Yes, wow. Dr. Thank you again for, um, for coming on the show today and sharing your story. Um, how can listeners connect with you? Yes, Dr. Listeners can connect with me through um, Rays of Light Empowerment Instagram or through Tone Davidson at Gmail. My email account is Tone Davidson at gmail.com. Okay. And you also have a free resource. Tell them about that as well. Oh, yes. I have a book. I forgot all about that. I have a book. <laughs> it's called In His Name and by his blood. So it's a free resource. They can get access to that book from my email account. It's talking about the power behind the name of Jesus and the power in the blood. If only we would listen, if only we will hear what the scriptures is saying. The name of the Lord Jesus brought me The demonstration of the power of that name brought me to Christ. I did not come to Christ because someone preached. I was a very rebellious lawyer. There was nobody that could preach to me that could get me to hear the Lord. Nobody. And I had started mixing with some Rastafarians in England at that time. You know, and then I ended up in school in um, the University of Ife. And these SUs were coming all the time, preaching, preaching. And as they're preaching, I I refused to listen. I would not listen. I would not hear until I had a dream. It, just to wrap up, because I know my time's probably up. In that dream, I saw myself walking in a dark tunnel, very dark tunnel. But at the very end of the tunnel, there was a light bulb. So there was light there. And as I'm walking, I felt a, a bad black force behind me. And I turned back and I saw this being, you know, it was like become like an amoeba. And I said to the being, in the name of Jesus, you have to go back. And the being just dissipated. You you know the effect of pouring water Mm -hmm. on fire? That's the effect the name of Jesus had on that being. That was what brought me to Christ. There's power in that name. There is power in that blood. So Mm -hmm. the book is called In His Name and by His Lord. Wow. Wow. Uh, listeners, you're in for a treat. Um, so I will I will have the I will have it in the show notes. I'll have the link for you in the show notes. So thank you again, um, Tone, for being here. And friends, thank you for being on Treasures and Truth with Tope. I hope our conversation uh, today inspires you to tap into your own treasures. 
I'll have the show notes for you at hiddentreasuresandriches.com. And if you like this podcast, please subscribe, share, leave a rating and review to help the podcast get noticed. Your reviews are a gift. Uh, Thank you again. Thanks for being a part of this community. I really appreciate you. And remember, no matter what life throws at you, God has answers. Until next time, God bless you. Take care.